It's comfortable for investors to invest in a company formed in Delaware because it has a court of chancery, which allows for a very abbreviated litigation between members, managers, owners, officers, directors, shareholders, so on. That sort of crossfire that can occur. We can actually get it done with abbreviated disclosure and discovery and so on. So, so that's a great place because of that. If you're raising capital, go to Delaware. This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, the show that will help you escape the Wall Street casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. I'm your host, Taylor Lote, and today our guest is Jonathan Feniak. And today we're learning about his new portal, his new platform for helping investors create LLCs, corporate entities for their real estate investments. And this one is different. There's going to be more assets. There's more technology. There's more systems behind it to help you as an investor form and then maintain your companies. And if you don't know what that means, if you don't know what maintaining a company actually means, don't worry, we're going to dig into that today as well. You're going to learn about maintaining your corporate entities. We're also talking about states in which folks form their LLCs and the, the top four states. Jonathan teaches us about the top four states that folks choose for privacy and asset protection and cost basis wise and how much it costs to form and maintain a company in any given state. A lot of knowledge in this one. For real estate investors out there, if you're investing in your own name, buying properties in your own name and renting them out, get some entities, get your LLCs in place, maintain them, think about your asset protection and your privacy and get that work done now ahead of time. Work with an attorney to help you through that. And today you're going to learn about how that process works how to think about various states in which you can form your entities, how to maintain your companies, and so much more. Critical knowledge for real estate investors. I'm your host, Taylor Lode. I'm a real estate investor. And to date, I've acquired, invested in, partnered on, or otherwise had a hand in over $150 million in commercial real estate. If you'd like to learn more about potentially investing with us on a future deal, just go to investwithtaylor.com, fill out the form and schedule a call, and I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. If you're an Apple Podcasts user and you enjoy the show, please take a moment and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, if you don't mind. I appreciate that so much, you guys. That helps other people learn about the show because that helps us rank higher in the Apple Podcast ecosystem. And I'm always honest with you guys, that gives me a nice little warm and fuzzy feeling because I get to see that you're engaging with the content and you're escaping the Wall Street casino along with us. Don't forget to subscribe and catch us here every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And just so you know, in case you're not joining us on YouTube, we also put the videos on YouTube if you'd like to tune in there as well. So look us up on YouTube and we'll see you there. Right now, once again, our guest is Jonathan Feniak. Without any further ado, here we go. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us today, for coming back on the show. For our listeners out there who don't know about you and your background, you tell us about what you do. Yeah. So I, I am an attorney. I'm licensed in Wyoming and Colorado. Uh, and I am the general counsel and chief product officer for a company called Company Sage. Company Sage is based in Puerto Rico. Also, the, the official name, so Company Sage is DBA, but it's the things we do, Puerto Rico LLC. And we are a technology company that is creating products that make it easier to start up and manage your entities for better asset protection and privacy. And our, our core focus is trying to make what is, is complicated, understandably complicated, easier to do, to take out sort of the guesswork of, do I have protection? What can I do to enhance my protection? What can I do to keep my information 
private because ultimately privacy leads to better asset protection. So all of those things, I started, I didn't start out as an attorney. I actually started out in transportation and logistics. I was a operations manager for a company called Airborne Express that was purchased by DHL, but I was in Manhattan managing operations on 9-11. Wow. Uh, luckily, you know, di- didn't lose any of our, of our team members. It was an absolute tragedy. As we all know, we don't have to you know, sort of get into the details, but it was an amazing test of my mettle. And luckily, a lot of the individuals in that in that industry in transportation logistics came out of the military, right? That's where they really learned the basics of military rides on or survives on its stomach, right? Or or fights on its stomach, sort of that kind of idea. And and so we were able to come out the other side, really learn, you know, what it's like to be tested. But, but really decided that this is not the industry for me. Went and got my MBA and then moved into finance. I worked at hedge funds, raising capital for the hedge fund, as well as investing our capital in debt and equity transactions. Became a financial advisor, uh, left that business and, and st- stayed in finance, became a financial advisor. Uh, and the part of what I was doing that I really loved was talking with clients about their particular needs and figuring out the best possible solutions for them. And so with that in mind, becoming a lawyer was a was really a logical next step. And I didn't want to, well, to, you know, come up and <laughs> help them figure out their solutions. You're laughing at me. It is. I mean, re- quizzical. Yeah. You know, one of the problems of being a financial advisor, I think there's uh, some suspicion, right, of, you know, is this really a deal? Is this person talking their book? But the, the pure advice that a lawyer can give, and I, I wouldn't say bad advice. I give great advice that's bad news, right? Not <laughs> what they want to hear all the time. And as a financial advisor, I don't think really that that's as well as welcome, right? But I have to tell people, no, I mean, this is, this is not going to work. This is terrible. This is a terrible idea, but that's the advice they're paying for. And, and so th- thinking about that and the uh, being a, an attorney, but also focusing on on real solutions for for my my clients, and ultimately though wanting to help more than just that one on one relationship. Uh, that's really what what Company Sage is about: is helping. How many people can I help at an affordable price? Not trying to you know gouge a single client, right? But provide real value at a modest price to a thousand, to five thousand, ten thousand people. I love that idea, you know, the d- democratization of the provisioning of legal services and quasi-legal services to as many people as possible. And that that's really what Company Sage is all about. Awesome. I love that. And we can dig into more of what the, the company is doing and then what you're providing. And what are the things that, okay, tell us about the service quick. And then I have a few, you know, yeah. questions about how the nuts and bolts of, you know, how it's actually yeah. working. So, so, so Company Sage is actually a Puerto Rican company. We, we were originally or started out originally as a law firm based in Wyoming and providing trust and estate planning services and then moving on to entity formation services, primarily focused in Wyoming. What we learned is that, you know, that, that business, the entity formation business, th- there's a lot of, there's a lot of competition in that space. It winds up being just, you know, how little can I give to my clients? Or in some cases, it's almost trying to trick them into it. I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but I feel like a lot of, of the entity formation companies 
are are you know it's it's three card monty do i need this thing don't i need this <laughs> thing is this important for my business is it not do i need to sign up for it and uh, what what exactly am i signing up for what am i getting and so you know we determined that there was a real need for not just wyoming entity formation and not just the formation but a nationwide providing people with real real advice ongoing advice being able to speak with an attorney and then the tools to properly manage and maintain their entities. And Company Sage, founded in Puerto Rico, took sort of this core idea of the formations and registered agent and really supercharged it and built a tech team down here, great, fantastic developers on the island. And we can get everyone in the same room they're all located here on the island. Great team of customer support specialists who are bilingual, great at technology, able to do many great things. And, you know, not in a in a place where, you know, it's not Silicon Valley here. There's a different sort of attitude in terms of employees. You know, we feel loyal to our employees and our employees feel loyal to us. But at the end of the day, what we're building is it's a it's a platform for companies to use our technology to form other companies. Right. And so our, our effectively our brands are now Wyoming LLC attorney, Colorado LLC attorney, Cindy's is in New Mexico and Florida. We also have company formations in Delaware. We work with partners in in other in other states to act as registered agents, partners to act as and provide business addresses. And so putting this whole thing together so that if someone has a need to form a company, to form a holding company, to form a subsidiary to get work done at a local level with deed transfers, title transfers, to get things done on the at the company level for from the tax perspective. If they need an attorney who can assist with just about every aspect of their company's life, we can deliver it to them through Company Sage. And 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 many times Company Sage is not it's not even seen. The the Wyoming LLC attorney website, if you go to it, it says powered by Company Sage, right? Which is what we do. We power these other companies. And if you remember, BASF, I don't know how old you are, and BAS have a, had those advertisements. And it was like, BASF doesn't make the paint that you buy. It makes the paint brighter. Like BASF doesn't make this, you know, the the, the car drive better or, or, or it doesn't make the car. We make the car drive better. And so they're providing these sort of core elements to these other companies to really deliver superior products. To, to, to the clients and, and they can focus more on their niche of where is it Wyoming? The people, you know, want Wyoming. Well, well, that's great. There's some things that are particular to Wyoming that we understand would help, would help, help those, uh, that company develop. But at the end of the day, these core processes of running a company, maintaining, organizing, forming are really what, what we're delivering. Okay. So the service of forming LLCs is kind of seems like. Almost a dime a dozen, kind of like you mentioned out there. There are so many services out there that you can get somebody to just start an LLC for you, but you're kind of on your own after that point. And Mm -hmm. you touched on, you know, maintaining your companies, that kind of a thing. And, you know, that, if you haven't dug into it, what does that even really mean? I mean, I'm not maintaining my car. I change the oil and stuff, but what is maintaining my, (laughs) my, you know, especially real estate investing companies, what does maintaining my company mean in terms of what do I have to do? Yeah. Well, that, that's a, that's a great question. And I think it's not focused on enough. You know, there's some people who talk about, well, compliance and, and what is their compliance? What are their compliance packages actually involved? And it's 
we'll file your annual, re- annual report with the state, right? Have a registered agent. That is the absolute minimum, right? But what we recommend is that you want to create a voluminous record of the activities of the company. You want it to have its own bank account, right? You want it to have an EIN number, get its own bank account, have records, business financial records, all the rents come into that bank account. All the expenses are paid out of that bank account and the profit is distributed to the owner. That distribution of profit, there's a record of that, right? Why, what was paid out? Distribution meeting minutes is a, is a small thing, right? On a monthly basis, we make it easy with our with our tools and our client portal, meeting minutes, 100, I don't know, I hope it's more, hopefully it's more than 100, $5,000, <laughs> $5,000 distribution to the partners divided up as follows. Sometimes a company would need additional monies put into it. Well, if it looks like that you're just putting money in and taking money out willy-nilly, right? Then really the company is just your alter ego. And if the company is seen as your alter ego, what a plaintiff's attorney wants more than than nothing, if there's a slip and fall or something else, what they want to be able to establish is that you, your personal assets, your savings account, and the company are each other's alter ego. They're indistinguishable. And so what, what you do with these little things, and it is like changing the oil on your car. It's a periodic thing that you're going to do. When money goes in, when money goes out, there's meeting minutes, right? There's a note in the record. How do you maintain it? Where do you keep it? If you do it with us on our website and, and through our client portals, those records will be kept there and you'll have a voluminous record of those kinds of activities. There's something called the business judgment rule. And the business judgment rule protects the members, managers, owners of companies from bad decisions, right? Bad decisions happen. You hire a roofer and the roofer, the roof winds up collapsing right? Were you negligent in some way by hiring this roofer? Because there's things called non-delegable duties, you know, that potentially you're still liable, even if you hire someone who did a bad thing. Now, the question is, do they hold your company responsible or do they hold you personally responsible for having hired that roofer? So you want to stand behind the business judgment rule saying, I did the best I could. I found a right roofer who was licensed and bonded. And it was, you know, that, that was it. Prove it. Well, meeting minutes. The meeting minutes say, we investigated roofers. We found one who was licensed and bonded with a Better Business Bureau rating, and we hired him or her, right? Boom. Business records. Now, when it comes in, it says, you were negligent, Taylor, for having hired this individual. Well, now, this is a business judgment, right? So, so, So that's the sort of thing. What does it really mean to maintain the company? It's not once a year, pay your annual fee to the state. If you do that, I'm not very confident in your protection you're going to have. And, and this goes doubly so for single member LLC, right? So single member LLCs in most states have weaker protection. If you look at the case law on them, it's interesting. It's like, you know, bad facts make bad law. And in these cases, it was, there was no bank account. There was no records that the person who was the owner really treated like it was their left pocket instead of their right. Maybe rent checks made it into that. Maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't commingling expenses. They, you know, whatever, all of those things come into play. And so single member LLC is that there's a presumption that the limited liability protection will hold, right? But it's it's hard for many LLC owners to actually prove that it's not just their alter ego and that they're they're really not trying to shield themselves behind the LLC and and really serve an injustice on, you know, the tenant who was in. And so prove it. That that's what we help our clients do is prove it making sure that they get all of these things done. So as we sit here, I can hear some of our listeners out there right now saying, crap, I already have four or five SCs and 
I haven't been doing this. Yeah. What do I need to do? So when you have somebody, you know, ask you that question, are they up a creek without a paddle or are there options to move forward? They're being sued today. It's going to be challenging. (laughs) It's probably too late. (laughs) Right. It's probably too late. But, you know, that old, that old saying, you know, the best time to plant a tree for shade was 20 years ago, but the second best time is today. And so you start today. We can, you know, to become, to get into our client portal and, and we're, we're currently trying to think what's the, the, the better name for the client portal. What do you think? So the company headquarters or the company command center, right? Those are the two were in, in, in the final. And if you don't like either, that's okay. I like command center. Head, headquarters yeah. has a few meetings, but command center, right. everybody's going to know, you know, right. exactly. Right. Okay. All right. I, I have to tell our, uh, one of the, the team <laughs> members here, because that, that was his, I was leaning towards headquarters, but uh, okay. So, my mind then. <laughs> so, so by changing their registered agent, they already have existing LLCs, change their registered agent over us. You can go to Wyoming LLC attorney.com. It's going to be the easiest place to do it. Make us your registered agent. And then you'll get access to the things like these meeting minutes. We can supply you. If you don't have an operating agreement, you definitely want to have that as sort of one of the basic documents. And if you went Oftentimes you go and form your LLC yourself with the state. You're not getting an operating agreement. You're not getting your organizational meeting minutes. You're not getting all of these things. And so all of our companies come with not on an upsell, not on a pay some more to get it. Our basic formation, no matter where it is, you get a great set of documents and you get an operations manual, which is like about 37 pages long, written by attorneys, written by real attorneys, focusing on all these things. Like keeping the meeting minutes. How do I keep things separate? How do I make sure that I'm protected? How do I not, you know, potentially undermine everything I've laid out here to do? And so move the companies over and then you can order the meeting minutes, order the annual meeting minutes, do all the things that you need to do. And if you need, if you need to talk to an attorney, you know, we have a page, our attorney consultation page. You can book half an hour at a time. You book with an associate at $100 an hour. You can book it with a partner at $200 an hour with a senior, or I'm sorry, at $200 for half hour. So it's half hour increment or, or a senior attorney for $300 for half hour, as well as attorneys can assist with capital raising or can assist with this or can assist with that. And so it's, it's challenging to, and, and all those are done through. Oh, there's the cat. All, 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 all those are done through Calendly. So it's not like back and forth on emails and do I need to, you know, what are I, it is like book it and probably not today. We do give the attorneys some, you know, they have some notice four hours to 12 hours, depending on the attorney, but you can be talking with an attorney tomorrow about your particular issues. Now, this is not to talk about if you got a DUI or something, right? This is about <laughs> LLCs, asset protection, trusts, real estate, those kinds of things. And if it turns out it wasn't a good fit, if you selected the wrong attorney, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a refund and then get you to the right attorney so that you can get your questions answered. But we wanted each of those at the end of each of those calls, ultimately client got their questions answered and feel more comfortable. Most of the people I speak with, they're pretty close, right? 75% of the way there. It's a 90% of the way there. Some are hundred percent of the way that some are 110% of the way there and I need to pull them back. But, but generally, you know, it, it's confirmation and it's this guided self-help idea, I think is what, what people need more of because with the amount of information on the internet, I mean, it's sometimes hard to tell if it's good or it's bad information, but a little bit of help and they can do it themselves for a tenth of the cost of hiring attorney or some advisor or someone else to do it for them. I think that is one of the big things that holds a lot of people back from getting their corporate entities in place as they think. It's going to cost me an arm and a leg to have a good job done, or, you know, I can get a not good job done for very cheap. And 
you guys are hitting that middle ground of getting a, jo- a good job done for you know a reasonable price so folks can you know get their their entities in place so i think that's great you mentioned a few different states and why you're specialized there now we talked about this last time you're on the show but mm-hmm. not everybody would have caught that interview it was a little while right. ago why colorado why wyoming right so so wyoming there's there's sort of the, the big i would call them the big four for states to form your company. And Colorado is a little bit of an outlier, and I'll talk about that in a second. But the big four are actually New Mexico, Wyoming, Delaware, and Nevada, right? And those four are have have great privacy as number one. They have great asset protection. And then to varying degrees, the costs are, you know, some are more expensive than others. And so when you sort of look at among those big four, you know, I can sort of tick the boxes and show you a grid that I have in my head. But at the end of the day, Delaware is the gold standard for companies. And if you're Google or you're raising capital, typically that's where you form the company, right? It's comfortable for investors to invest in a company formed in Delaware because it has a court of chancery, which allows for a very abbreviated litigation between members, managers, owners, officers, directors, shareholders, so on. That sort of crossfire that can occur. You can actually get it done with abbreviated disclosure and discovery and so on. So so that's a great place because of that. If you're raising capital, go to Delaware. Wyoming, actually I'll talk about Wyoming last. Nevada is good because it has it has privacy and they also have put together a pretty good attorney bar. So there's a lot of attorneys there, a lot offering things you don't need. There's a lot of, you know, I'm going to say uh, I would never say an attorney's, you know, disingenuous, but but just <laughs> potentially Selling a lot of things that you may not you may not need. Costs are, are are high. Costs are high in Delaware. Costs are are pretty high in Nevada to form and maintain your company. New Mexico is the bargain the bargain choice. Right? Privacy. Your name's not listed in the Secretary of State record, so privacy is important to you. There's actually no annual renewal fee. You have to maintain a registered agent, but it brings it down to a bare bones price. You form your company and then that's it. It's pretty much, it's pretty much as long as you're maintaining a registration, it's pretty much good to go. Asset protection is, isn't a huge focus. From a, a price and privacy standpoint, New Mexico is, is great if you're very cost conscious. Wyoming, I think it sort of ticks the boxes. It does have a court of chancery. It's, it's fairly new. They just rolled it out last year, the court of chancery. So you do have these abbreviated, you have this abbreviated litigation. You have the top notch, and not just because I'm licensed there, but top notch privacy and asset protection. Your information is not disclosed in a public filing. The owners, members, managers are not. We have a responsibility to maintain, or our, our Wyoming entity has a responsibility to maintain that, but it is it can only be uh, dis- discovered with discovery. Right, so litigation starts, and then someone can find out who the owners is, but until owners aren't, but until then they can't. And then cost, it's inexpensive to form and maintain your entity. So the stage fee to form is a hundred. This the stage fee for renewal is, I think, running about sixty dollars now. So really inexpensive. And I, uh, the asset protection, the legislature in Wyoming, they were the first to recognize limited liability companies or authorize them, and they have done nothing but improve their laws to make them more and more protective over time. So you wind up with, unless you're raising capital, I think that Wyoming ticks your boxes on the privacy, asset protection, and cost, and then the court of chancery. You have all of those things going for you in Wyoming. Colorado is really cool in that it's also private. And Colorado 
is the fastest instantaneous formation and almost every business filing can be done in Colorado online. And so many other states, there's some mechanism like some of the filings, initial filing can be done online, but then it's a paper filing and it takes who knows how long to get things done. So Colorado is great from an efficiency standpoint. The costs are low. It's a, it's very efficient. You know, asset protection is, it is weaker from the privacy perspective. You know, because everything is done online, done online, it's really easy to expose your identity when you didn't intend to with your login information or otherwise or autofill. And so, you know, Colorado efficiency is, is fantastic. And then there's some of our, some of our partners, you know, are using Colorado LLCs for very, very specific purposes because it is like, like boom, 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 you're done. Here's actually one of the things I'll talk about. Other companies that form companies offer a number of choices in Colorado. And the choices will be, you know, do you want sem- same day formation? Do you want one week formation? Do you want one month formation? And they charge you different prices for those. But as I said, it's instantaneous, right? <laughs> and so I don't know what they do with those orders. They, they take your order and they sit on it for 30 days, right? And then it's like, why? why? Why would they do that? So, you know, in our case, when we're forming companies, we, we, we don't believe in sort of in hiding hiding the football. It's not three-card Monty with these things. And, you know, did, Delaware is interesting right now. They are so backed up to form a company can take months. There's really, there's, unless you're doing an expedited, the 24-hour option, you might as well forget it. It is not, it is going to be forever. And so we stopped offering because just client dissatisfaction. What do you mean? You know, it was three months to form my Delaware company. If, 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 if you really want a Delaware company and you can't afford, I think it's the state charges a hundred dollars more or something, you know, so we pass that on to the client. Why, why would you even form a Delaware if, if not? So, you know, I get into the weeds on these things. So it's probably too, too much information, Taylor, but you know, so be it. No, no, it's great. I think this is, these are questions that, you know, folks really have in, in the, LLC space, you know, and and it's something that there's, again, there's a lot of not great information out there around yeah. what these things actually mean and, and how can we get a good deal on these services, not necessarily meaning the cheapest deal, but meaning mm-hmm. the best bang for our buck. And it sounds like you're really going after that with your new platform. So definitely appreciate that. Right now, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. The first step to growing your wealth is tracking your wealth, income, spending, and everything else about your finances. You can start tracking your wealth for free and get six free months of wealth advisory with personal capital by going to escapingwallstreet.com and using our link. Create your free account today and automate the way you track your money. Personal capital is my preferred way to track my finances, and now we're making that available for listeners. Terms and conditions apply. See the Personal Capital website for details. Once again, to get the offer, go to escapingwallstreet.com and use our link. Back to the show. All right, Jonathan, I have three questions I ask every guest on the show, but you've been on the show before and you've answered those questions. (laughs) I got three new ones for returning guests. Are you ready to go? I am ready. Great. First one, what is your favorite book, whether business or personal enjoyment reasons? There's a there's a book called Flow. And it was written by a guy, he's got a very long last name. Chicks of Mihai is how you pronounce it, but it doesn't look like that. But just look up Flow and then it's a, a very long name. And effectively what, what the book teaches you is how to find, you know, maximum enjoyment. And and not in a hedonistic way, but by talking to as many people as possible. When when do they sort of lose themselves in the moment in, the, in a positive way. 
And and it typically falls into sort of it's a it's challenging. You can't perfect you can't perfect it. An example is playing tennis, right? You get out there in the tennis court and, and and you have a basic level of sort of competency and you're always trying to get better. You get out there on the court and you sort of lose track of time. You're like, wow, did an hour I have to get off the court already? That kind of thing. And so trying to find that though in your in your personal life where there's things that you really enjoy. I actually love drafting documents and, and I get lost. I miss more uh, scheduled calls because I just got so absorbed <laughs> in drafting a document and I get into a state of flow. I love it. I also do it with, with woodworking, right? It's something I, I love doing. I just lose it. Like half the day is gone when I was working on this woodworking project. So, so, so that book, I think is definitely worth looking at, especially, you know, I think your guests are, are doing pretty well financially, but maybe they're not completely happy or fulfilled and flow can help you get there. Awesome. I like that. And, and yeah, I think the, there's been more discussion in recent years around flow states and, and how they actually benefit us, you know, on a, on a personal level. So I haven't actually read that book though. So I'll have to look it up. So we had your favorite book and now we move on to number two. What is a tool or a system in your business that you just could not possibly live? Well, and thinking about this one, the, the, problem of work from home and the problem of the pandemic, the tool that we need to really move forward is time together, time with other members of your team, time with your other executives, time with your, you know, your subordinates. And that FaceTime is an incredibly powerful tool. And I think there's this idea that, well, work for work from home, you know, if you look at productivity numbers or otherwise they were higher and, and maybe some industries doesn't apply to, and I, I may be, you know, sort of raked over the coals for saying this, but having some amount of time together with other smart people is really going to help push your business forward. Those, you know, whether it's the coffee with the mentor or your partner, not on a Zoom call, but sitting there and really, and talking it through, working on it on, you know, the whiteboard. You had mentioned that. I think the, you know, whiteboard's potentially a tool you love, to a tool you love. Yes. And, and, you know, there's online versions of a whiteboard, not the same. Me and a partner in a room, each with a marker, you know, doing this stuff together, incredibly powerful tool and figuring out how to get more time together. Not where it's a forced march to the office, <laughs> right? But where, you are getting that value with a couple of days a week together with your team. I think it's incredibly important. Yeah, I think there's there's a balance there that is probably the healthiest and it's neither direction. I think the 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 old way was well we need to obviously have everybody changed chained into a cubicle or nobody's gonna work, right. which is not true. Whereas on the other end, total work from home may not work for everybody in all businesses. Yeah. So striking that balance. And yes, for me, whiteboards are huge. I have a few of them and I just need to make my whole office a whiteboard and that might be better off. Yeah. So uh, we had number two. Now we go to number three. Where are you excited to travel in 2023? To travel. Yeah. To to go to. Yeah. Well, so I live in Puerto Rico. I do get to, to you know, I basically live in a rainforest. It is absolutely beautiful. I get to go to the beach any day I want and go multiple times a week. And so I was talking to my wife about this. What we don't want to do is go to anywhere with a beach. <laughs> but I actually, what, what I want to do is go to some place with an amazing food scene. And so, you know, you got your major cities, whether, you know, it's New York or Chicago or L.A. or Montreal, where there is just yeah, a whole different. And, and, and I love Puerto Rican food, but a whole different set of ingredients available. And, and the, the diversity of chefs and cultures that come into those food scenes. I want to travel somewhere with an amazing food scene, likely New York. 
potentially Montreal. I love Montreal as well. But it's- awesome. Well, those the big, bigger cities have pretty much you know anything you would want, and you know a huge melting pot of culture. So that's a lot of fun. And Jonathan, I want to thank you for joining us and coming back on the show and teaching us about this uh, new platform that you've launched to help folks open and maintain their businesses so that they can more effectively and, and more safely invest in real estate. If folks want to reach out, if they want to get in touch, if they want to find your business or anything like that, where can they track you down? So Wyoming LLC attorney is a uh, Wyoming LLC attorney.com is going to be the best place to access the full suite. That is where, you know, we started and that's where we're adding the new products. We, we add them there first in most cases, and then they get disseminated out to the to the other brands that we own. And so go to Wyoming LLC attorney. If they have existing companies and they want to get them on the platform, it would be a change of registered agent. You know, if they want to schedule time, talk to an attorney and, and we can help them sort of walk through uh, remedying some of their potential, their shortcomings from the past. That's that's conversations we have all the time. And it's not something to be ashamed of. Don't hide from it. And a lot of times it just winds up being, you know, let's do a big cleanup, right? And so you know, due to financial constraints, record keeping was less than stellar over the past, you know, year and a half. <laughs> and now, you know, realize it, it is, it's totally facing up to it. That it has so much more credibility. It's never a, never try to, to hide it, right? The, the cover up is worse than the crime. It's totally understandable when there's some deficiencies, get them cleaned up and then uh, plant that tree for shade when you actually need it. <laughs> nice, nice analogy. I want to thank you once again for joining us today to everybody out there. I want to thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Five stars if you don't mind. I appreciate that so much, you guys. That helps other people learn about the show because that helps us rank higher in the Apple Podcast ecosystem. Always honest with you guys. That gives me a nice little warm and fuzzy feeling because I get to see that you're engaging with the concept and you're escaping the Wall Street Casino along with us. If you're not watching us on YouTube, look us up on YouTube if you'd like to watch the video and get a little bit more extra content. I want to thank you guys for tuning in right now. I hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.